Hi, it's 1228-2020. My name's Tom Yakupin, and this is the Tom Yakupin Podcast. We've been talking about the Great Reset and what it is, why you should know, and how it may affect us uh, in, in the very near future. And I, and I must tell you, before Brad arrived today, I was just watching uh, some uh, briefs on YouTube from various investors overseas, in particular the Net Netherlands. And it's interesting how this is a global narrative. And I find it interesting to see how different countries are rolling the narrative out to their people um, you know, in the mainstream, uh, economically, how people are bracing for the, the end result of the quantitative easing that we see going on with the printing presses running, uh, the various banking institutions around the world, the, the national commercial banks under their various forms of Federal Reserve banks, uh, how they are really running out of tools, folks, which as much as anything, as much as I have to say about the Great Reset, this is, a, a, this is an economic issue, and, and it has a lot to do with money. And I've been saying that from the very beginning uh, of this response to the coronavirus, that following the money is going to give you some insight on what's really happening here. So, uh, today we, we have a special guest that I'm going to introduce in a minute, but first I, I want to read to you a piece of information that I received actually from my daughter not long ago, and it's titled uh, Trudeau's Crazy COVID Plan for 2021, You Decide. And while I can't confirm or deny the validity of this supposed leaked information, what I can say to you is practically stating, you know, there comes a point in time where you just look around and see what is happening and it will tell you the story, you know, rather than what the news media is telling you you're seeing. And, and note that, that the news does try and do a lot of that. But listen here. So, dear remove. Now, of course, you know, there, there are some redacted statements from this leaked email, which was sent Saturday, October 10th, 2020 at 1.38 PM. It says, I want to provide you some very important information. I'm a committee member within the Liberal Party of Canada. I sit within several committee groups, but the information I'm, I'm providing is originating from the Strategic Planning Committee, which is steered by the PMO. I need to start off by saying that I'm not happy doing this, but I have to. As a Canadian, and more importantly, as a parent who wants a better future, not only for my children, but for other children as well. The other reason I'm doing this is because roughly 30% of the committee members are not pleased with the direction this will take Canada. But our opinions have been ignored and they plan on moving forward toward their goals. They have also made it very clear that nothing will stop the planned outcomes. The roadmap and aim was set out by the PMO and is as follows. Now, this is where it gets interesting, folks. Phase in secondary lockdown restrictions on a rolling basis, starting with major metropolitan areas first and expanding outward, expected by November 2020. Rush the acquisition of or construction of isolation facilities across every province and territory, expected by December 2020. 
Daily new cases of COVID-19 will surge beyond capacity of testing, including increases in COVID-related deaths following the same growth curves expected by the end of November 2020. Complete and total secondary lockdown much stricter than the first and second rolling phase restrictions expected by the end of December 2020, early January 2021. Reform and expansion of the unemployment program to be transitioned into the universal basic income program expected by quarter one 2021. Projected COVID-19 mutation and or co-infection with secondary virus referred to as COVID-21 leading to a third wave with a much higher mortality rate and higher rate of infection expected by February 2021. Daily new cases of COVID-21 hospitalizations in COVID-19 and COVID-21 related deaths will exceed medical care facilities capacity expected first quarter to second quarter 2021. Enhanced lockdown restrictions referred to as third lockdown will be implemented. Full travel restrictions will be imposed, including interprovince and intercity expected by the second quarter of 2021. Transitioning of individuals into the universal base basic income program expected mid-second quarter 2021 projected supply chain breakdowns inventory shortages, large economic instability expected late second quarter 2021. Deployment of military personnel into major metropolitan areas, as well as all major roadways to establish travel checkpoints, restrict travel and movement, provide logistical support to the area expected by third quarter 2021. Along with that provided roadmap, the Strategic Planning Committee was asked to design an effective way of transitioning Canadians to meet an unprecedented economic endeavor, one that would change the face of Canada and forever alter the lives of Canadians. What we were told was that in order to offset was essentially an economic collapse on an international scale, uh, that the federal government was going to offer Canadians a total debt relief. This is how it works. The federal government will offer to eliminate all personal debts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, etc., which all funding will be provided to Canada by the IMF under what will become known as the World Debt Reset Program. In exchange for acceptance of this total debt forgiveness, the individual would forfeit ownership of any and all property and assets forever. The individual would also have to agree to partake in the COVID-19 and COVID-21 vaccination schedule, which would provide the individual with unrestricted travel and unrestricted living, even under a full lockdown through the use of photo ID referred to as Canada's health pass. Committee members asked who would become the owner of the forfeited property and assets in that scenario and what would happen to lenders of financial institutions. We were simply told the World Debt Reset Program will handle all of the details. Several committee members also questioned what would happen to individuals if they refused to participate in the World Debt Reset Program or the health pass or the vaccination schedule. And the answer we got was very troubling. Essentially, we were told that it was our duty to make sure we came up with a plan to ensure that would never happen. We were told it was in the individual's best interest to participate. Within se with, when several committee members pushed 
Relentlessly to get an answer, we were told that those who refused would first live under the lockdown restrictions indefinitely, and that over a short period of time, as more Canadians transition into the debt forgiveness program, the ones who refused to participate would be deemed a public safety risk and would be re relocated to isolation facilities. Once in those facilities, they would be given two options, participate in the debt forgiveness program and be released, or stay indefinitely in the isolation facility under the classification of a serious public health risk and have all their assets seized. Now it goes on a little bit more, but that is the meat and the potatoes of this supposed leaked email from a member of the committee, uh, a member of the Liberal Party of Canada, uh, a specific committee member. Now again, I must tell you, I cannot confirm or deny the individual's identity nor the legitimacy of that. But what I can say is that that resonates with me on the basis of what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing from many individuals in Switzerland, uh, the Netherlands, Europe, Israel, and around the globe, especially as it re relates to the financial narrative. And I, and I want to say this before we introduce the lovely Kristen Col Koltek. Remember this, friends. The coronavirus or COVID-19 COVID is not shutting down the economy. Governments are shutting down the economy. It is the response of governments and the narrative that they're following that is shuttering businesses and putting countless men and women, self-employed entrepreneurs, restaurant owners, bar owners out of business. It is the governments doing this, and it is the governments that I believe are going to or have already devised a response or a system to restore the new normal, which is a great concern for free thinkers such as myself. And having said that, I want to introduce our guest today who's going to help us navigate some of these difficult questions. Kristen Koltik, thanks for being with us today. Welcome aboard. Thank you for having me, Tom. It's great to see you again. Likewise, it was. It's a pleasure to see you. And uh, and I think I sent this to you a little earlier today. I don't know how much time you had to read that, yeah, but you it. certainly heard the narrative. You know, well, your thoughts on it. You know, talk to me a little bit about what you see as it relates to the Great Reset, what we're actually experiencing today in the United States, and how accurate um, do you feel this is as a portrayal of potential things to come? Yeah, um, there's a lot to unpack uh, here as far as the Great Reset and as far as that document. Um, and whether or not that document is legitimate, I suspect that it is uh, for the same reasons that you just shared, because there's sort of a common theme happening in all countries. But I think what's really pertinent here is that there, there's an open dialogue um, amongst our government health agencies and people like Bill Gates, that this is really the pathway for Americans as well. And this is something that's being discussed openly. And it's really kind of shocking to me that Americans are not really even noticing or reacting. It's kind of troubling that the, the mindset overall is really just, I don't know if it's dismissive or if there's a cognitive dissonance that it just doesn't really uh, register. 
But these conversations are being made public. And I think it's really concerning uh, for America and for the rest of the world. If you um, go onto the CDC website, you can actually see where they are now advocating for what they're calling the shielding approach, which is essentially no different than what's being described in that in that document um, as far as the use of isolation camps for people who are deemed uh, a public health risk. And so they're, they're already uh, creating not just a narrative, but a strategy for dealing with people who refuse to be vaccinated and refuse to go along with, uh, you know, this great, great reset. Um, and you're absolutely right. It is an economic agenda. Uh, but what's even even kind of creepier than that is that this agenda, the Great Reset, is above everything else, a eugenics agenda. A lot of people, um, you know, when you look back at the Holocaust, think that the Holocaust was um, just something that happened and then it was over. And in reality, it, it never ended. In fact, Adolf Hitler was really just kind of uh, someone who went a little bit rogue from the eugenics agenda that was already happening in America and has been for over a hundred years. And pharma was also really at the forefront of the Holocaust as far as you know, experimenting on, on uh, Jewish people mind control and types of things like this with, with different um, pharmaceuticals. And so what people don't realize is that this eugenics agenda didn't end with the Holocaust. It just kind of went underground because they realized that the Holocaust was a failure in that it, it was too violent. And so pharma kind of took the lead and I mean, along with all the, this, this kind of global eugenicist movement to create tactics of what I call a silent genocide, which is the use of pharmaceuticals and vaccines um, to debilitate and ultimately murder people en masse. And so what we're looking at today the Great Reset is really nothing more than marketing. And we're actually in the very late stages of this agenda. And we're just at a point where they're, they have to sell it. They're ready to go and they have to sell it to us. And this is what, as far as COVID goes, this is what David Icke calls the, the problem reaction solution method. COVID uh, is is really just a means to this agenda. And I don't know if you know Francis Boyle, who um, he wrote the, the US Biological Weapons Code has come out uh, from the beginning of COVID and asserted that COVID is a biological weapon, that the vaccine will, will be and is intended to be a biological weapon. And so it basically you have a situation where global domination and ultimately the eugenics agenda calls to remove, eradicate, exterminate 80% of the, po of the population of the world. Um, and, and with what's left to create uh, this superior uh, race of, of humanity, which you know back in the day was this white Aryan race. But at this point it's evolved into this like mad science 
version of humanity where our brains are, are merged with AI so that we can be easily controlled, but, but their goal really is to eradicate um, the majority of the population off of the earth. And, and so how they do that with the problem reaction solution method, which is really basic psychology, is you have an agenda, you have an end game, but it's so radical that there's no way you're going to get people to surrender their liberties and go along with this. So you create a problem, you manufacture a crisis, and then you, you manufacture an emotional reaction to that crisis, which is entirely fear-based. So the, pro the problem that got created was COVID as a, as a biological and psychological weapon. The problem that creates this reaction of fear. And so that has people in a place mm -hmm. where they're clamoring and begging, begging for a solution, the solution being your agenda all along. Sorry, that was really long-winded. Yes, and, and, and no, 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 like that that was very concise. And, and, I, and I wanna interject two things for our listening audience, just to throw out there. I, I, I may uh, murder the name of the Georgia Guidestones, but I do know that there, there exists a, a a group of stones in Georgia, and I've I've seen the pictures, and I've even read the specifics on those. Um, and you might be able to elaborate on there. But one of the things that came to my attention was that it calls for a massive reduction of the human population, right? And then, of course, you and I were sharing the uh, either today or another day about you know certain prophetic text in sacred scripture, for example, the book of Revelation, one of the things that it does mention as yet to be a future event is massive depopulation due to uh, uh, pestilence, disease, and, and famine. And, and I can see, you know, you know, if we have hyperinflation, such as the Weimar Republic did, or even greater, even worse than that, which by the way, you know, people are talking about that sound economists are saying it's inevitable at this point, you know, with the amount of money that is being printed for these stimulus packages globally. Um, I mean, it's devaluing the dollar. Therefore, a loaf of bread could very easily cost 10 or 15 or $20 in the future. I mean, it, you, you know, without some kind of an economic answer. So, so there's a lot of reasons to believe what you're saying is true as it relates the population. I've always, by the way, I've always contended that the, uh, you know, the global hegemony, you know, the United States of America, which by the way, our government seems absolutely out of control. And I don't care if our listening audience, I don't care if you're on the far left or on the far right, if you haven't noticed with this stimulus bill, I mean, they're giving away millions and millions of dollars to other nations and the American people in the midst of this horrible crisis get 600 bucks. That's business as usual at Was in Washington. But it's the same thing militarily. You know, we've become the policemen of the world. And if you notice, you know, it seems as though skirmishes and, and wars and the you know the depopulation that actually the military industrial complex is a great way for that eugenics program to continue to march we're constantly at war with somebody and by the way one other thing for our listening audience because i agree 100 percent i've i've had a, a major difficulty with the the traditional 911 narrative of the world trade center building seven oh, and how that yeah, that problem stop. 
right? Well, I'm just saying that that was a classic, you know, like, okay, what, what did you call it? Problem, uh, reaction, solution, where all of a sudden now we go overseas and we've been in the Middle East for 20 years, you know, killing and maiming, whether it's Iraq or whatever, as a direct result of that. The Patriot Act, the spying, it all came about, right, as a result of that problem reaction solution so so say on so um the eugenics you know because i don't think a lot of people are thinking like you as it relates to eugenics but it's hard to deny it talk to me about this vaccine uh what do you know about vaccines in the past and how they might have debilitated people i've heard autism as well as other uh anomalies could be traced to certain vaccinations and certainly the vaccine that they're rolling out now i don't know that much about it but i i'm being told that it's unlike anything ever been introduced to the human body before so talk to me a little bit more about this eugenics and and uh this vaccination program yeah i mean this is this is you know in the short time that we have um i'll, I'll try to uh you know Put, put as much information as I can, because this is quite a deep rabbit hole on its own. Um, there are some major players, in, including uh, Tony Fauci and uh, Bill Gates that have been involved in, in all sorts of criminal conspiracy um, for a very long time. And there have been a number of whistleblowers that uh, scientific researchers and in particular uh, people who have done research for uh, and through our government health agencies who have come across uh, things like vaccines uh, knowingly containing retroviruses. And that's a huge problem because retroviruses uh, can essentially um, cause all sorts of problems, including autoimmune disease, cancer, seizure disorders, autism, and other sensory disorders. I mean, really, you name it, it, it can be caused by a retrovirus. Um, and uh, retroviruses are really kind of the perfect biological weapon. And, and so they've, they've been used for many, many years uh, for all sorts, all, all, you know, basically just to debilitate the population and, and create uh, sick people who then become dependent on the same system that made them sick to treat them. And it, interestingly, the CDC owns over 50 patents related to vaccines, which should be illegal. Um, they also, there are people who work in the CDC who serve on the board uh, for vaccine companies. And that's why you end up with a situation where these vaccine companies have been given blanket immunity. They have no liability for the safety or efficacy of their product. And when there is a vaccine injury or death, that burden falls on the family who has to deal with that every day. And also on, on the taxpayers who, uh, through our taxes, we fund the vaccine injury fund. Um, so there's, there's no liability. So then when you get to the COVID vaccine, um, this is a, a pretty virgin technology. There has been some uh, research on using messenger RNA, but it's very limited in short term. Essentially all that's really known about um, injecting messenger RNA into the body is that it, it rewrites your DNA. It becomes permanently part of your DNA and it's a codable, programmable um, 
thing. Like you, you, they put it into the body and the concept, the concept sounds nice in theory. Okay. That it, Mm -hmm. it essentially can, uh, any, any virus that you come in contact with, it will create antibodies for the, the concept of, of MRNA is good in theory. Um, but the mad science comes in when you, when you realize this is a eugenics agenda and they can essentially program this vaccine to do God only knows to your body once it's injected. And so um, again, Francis Boyle is the one who wrote the, the bioweapons code for the US is really um, advocating and warning people not to take this vaccine because uh, as mentioned in that document that you read, there's already rhetoric, there's already a narrative about this virus mutating and a third more deadly wave. We're already hearing that like through the media. This is already a conversation which is predictive programming. It's to start, you know, normalizing and preparing you for what's to come. So we already know that's coming. Um, But really that's, it's two parts because one part is to generate more fear and compliance to get people to take this vaccine, um, but also in the fact that the vaccine, the what what uh, Francis Boyle and other other uh, researchers have come out and talked about with this COVID vaccine, or, or the COVID vaccines, I should say, is that um, they're sterilizing women. They're they're causing. Uh, breach in the placenta so women will not be able to um, carry babies and that what will happen is if once you have the vaccine if you do come in contact with COVID or a mutated version of COVID that it's like a ticking time bomb and in the way your body will react to that will be a severe autoimmune response so the vaccine is deadly and yet, and they, they're aware of this and yet they, you know, they want us to take it because they want to kill off 80% of the population. And I get that this sounds completely absurd <laughs> and it, it's heavy to even I mean, it does, about. right? I'm totally mindful that as I'm talking about these things, it's the human psyche may not be able to like process it. There are people out there who just will hear this and have to shut it down because it's so earth shattering. It will destroy your sense of security. It's a lot and I get it. And it's all documented. It's all happening. And like you said, if you look around, it's, it's quite obvious. It's quite obvious. Yeah. And, and, and once again, the same people that had that, that will, clearly um you know we call it waking up right to a degree how much of this can i uh believe how much of it can i accept but the same people i mean there's countless individuals and i realize there are scores of people in our listening audience that they're not of the christian faith they don't know what what the bible uh, talks about but but think of how many human beings go to a church that's based on you know, these sacred scriptures that actually in the book of Revelation speak of these very things, you know, um, you know, radical depopulation, deaths everywhere, you know, blood, you know, flowing as high as horses bridles. I mean, you know, a major issue in the last days, including, right, uh, leading people into a system where, as the scripture says in Revelation chapter 13, where there will come a day 
where people will not be able to buy or sell without a mark. And that mark has a numerical value of 666. Uh, so again, there's a lot of speculation on exactly what that is, but but this much I, I can extrapolate, you know, without even bringing the scriptures or any of that into the narrative. What we're hearing, what what I just read, you know, earlier on and what we're seeing with health pass and the potential of not being able to work, the potential of not being able to travel without this vaccine if you know i'm not saying that the vaccine and, and i don't i don't know that it is you know anything related to the mark of the beast but i can say this that it's certainly we're trending in a direction where you have a strong arm global government that is in cahoots with a form of medical fascism that through fear and predictive programming are bringing people to massive compliance where they're basically begging you know, it's almost like I see people begging to go into concentration camps. Like I, I, I can see how Hitler pulled off the shenanigans yeah, right? that he it's did. I really can. You can look around. You can and see, see it. How how easily the Holocaust could have happened because you look around and you see your neighbors, your family members who are actually advocating for this type of thing because they're they've been put into a state of fear. Um, and, and honestly, it's not that different from the Holocaust because a lot of the rhetoric that Hitler used um, as far as justifying taking Jewish people and putting them into concentration camps was a, a, the same type of rhetoric that we hear now, which is that Jewish people contained um, contagious, infectious diseases like typhus and yes. lice. And, and so it, it, it's really not that different. It's just kind of shocking that that we're here and that we have not learned from history and that even though this dialogue about where we're headed is so open we're we're just we're not you and I but as, as a population we're just kind of buying what they're selling and it, it's I don't even know what to say about it it's baffling to me they're yeah. drinking it like Kool-Aid man yeah I'm amazed too, so hey I can't believe how quick go ahead go ahead I, I, just, I was just saying, I can't believe how quick the time has gone. We're, oh, we got to okay. we got to land the plane here. But your, your last thoughts, please. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it, one of the funniest parts about this to me is that, like, you look at people like Bill Gates and the people who are uh, partnered with the World uh, Economic Forum. These are all people who not only are known eugenicists, if you do a little, a little bit of research, but these are all people who have been developing technologies that that has postured them to make trillions upon trillions upon trillions. And they've been working on this for decades. OK, and then here they are coming out saying, oh, we have to do this because this is the solution, you know, to, to COVID or whatever. These people are, I mean, they, they're already, they're already very wealthy. They stand to, to basically just funnel all of this wealth into their own pockets by selling you this solution to a problem that they created. That's right. And by the way, it should be said, and I, I, I find it's, it's humorous, but it is nonetheless true that you have the same medical degree that Bill Gates has. I know, right? Think about that, folks, okay? Yeah.
I mean, what the heck? Who, you know, anyway, hey, listen. Um, himself to be someone that anyone listens to, especially, like I said, knowing that this guy owns all this technology and has for decades that that yeah. he's offering us the the necessary solutions to COVID. It's baffling. Yeah, nothing suspicious here, Kristen. Listen, thank you, thank you, thank you. We got to do this again. I mean, I wanted to talk about Nashville, I, the, the about fishiness Nashville. in Nashville. I wanted to talk about January 6th, the, the, the rally in Washington, D.C. Can we do this again sometime? Please, I, I have a lot of good stuff on uh, the Nashville bombing. So pl please, I'm ready when you are. Okay, super duper. Thanks so much. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks for tuning in. This is the Tom Yakupin Podcast. You can visit us online at tomyakupin.com. We're on Facebook at the Tom Yakupin Podcast. Stay tuned. We got more coming. Think this through. Don't be a sheep, okay? Use your, your, your noggin. Have a great day and bye for now. Special thanks to West Penn Life and Health, one of our sponsors. You can find them online at westpenlife.com, specializing in affordable life, health, Medicare, and retirement solutions.